Welcome to today's program. My name is Rick Renner, and I'm so glad that you are with us today. And the us is me and Sister Denise Renner. Denise, welcome to the program. Thank you, Rick, and thank you for letting me be on this program with you. Well, we're doing a brand new series called uh, 10 Powerful Women. Well, so we I need to talk about powerful. Well, I felt like I needed a powerful woman to be with me, and Denise, you are powerful. You know, when I think about you and what you've done in your life, you have supported me, you have followed me, you've helped me, you have your own call on your life. In fact, when God called us to be a husband and a wife, he brought two gifts together to do something effective in the world. God has a purpose for every marriage. Yes, he does. And I want to thank you for being a powerful and godly influence in my life and in the life of our children. And Denise, today we're going to talk about a nameless woman in the Old Testament who made history. She changed the history of the world and we don't even know her name. And I think it's so important because many times there are people that are not known but what they're doing is making an impact. And think how many men are known, but behind the scenes they have a wife who is supporting him and making everything really happen. No one knows her name, but she is a powerful and influential person. There are women like that, Rick, and they are very powerful, and they're powerful because they don't demand that somebody pay attention to them. That would ruin their power if they did that. Well, I really want everybody to order the new series, which we're doing together, which is called 10 Powerful Women. It is 10 parts. It is marvelous. Denise, I have to tell you that I personally enjoyed preparing this series. Just studying about these women who use their influence in such a godly way. And of course, there's women that were not very godly and they had a lot of influence like Jezebel. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Denise, do you know any woman that wants to name her daughter Jezebel? I've never met a little girl named Jezebel. Nobody wants a Jezebel because it's such an evil name for a woman. That's an example of a woman who was powerful, but powerful in the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And we're teaching about how you can be powerful in the right way. And if you're listening and you're a man, don't change the channel. There's a lot in this series that applies to you as well. But anyway, order the whole series and it comes with a study guide. And Denise, we're also offering right now a book that I just love. And it's called All the Women of the Bible, What Women of the Bible Teach Us Today. The back of the book says, in this book, we cover all the named and unnamed women of the Bible. And you'll discover how the lives and different characters of biblical women mirror the situations that women face today. This book is wonderful. I'd like to read that book. Well, Denise Renner, uh, ask me and I might give you a copy. Okay. <laughs> and for those who become partners with our ministry, we always send you two books. One is written by Denise. It's called The Gift of Forgiveness. The other is written by me called Life in the Combat Zone. Both of these books are gifts to anyone that becomes a part of our partner family. And Denise, right now we're offering our brand new autobiography. Look at it. Ricky, it's amazing. It is amazing. It's filled with photos. And it's not just a story. It's intermingled with lots and lots and lots of teaching. And it's the full title is Our Faith-Filled Journey to the Ends of the Earth Unlikely. It is so unlikely that you and I are doing what we're doing. It is unlikely, Rick. But God chooses unlikely people. That's why God's call is coming to you. And the back of the book says, if you're ready to read a true life story that will stir your faith to launch out and experience your own unlikely adventure, 
This is the book for you to read. You will devour it. That's right, Rick. I think there's a lot of encouragement in that book. Oh, I pray so. Well, <laughs> if you need encouragement right now, we would like to pray for you. So if you'll give us a call or send us an email, we will put our faith together with you for God to move mightily in your life. And in just a moment, we'll be back and we're going to begin teaching you today about the unnamed woman that changed history. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Today, Denise and I are going to talk to you about the nameless woman. She was invisible, but she was there. But this nameless woman changed history. Denise, who are we talking about? We are talking about Noah's wife. Denise, we don't even know her name. And she completely changed history. She saved the world. She was the nameless woman who changed history. We don't even know her name. In fact, when you read the story, it talks about Noah and his sons. I often think, <laughs> did he give birth to those sons by himself? Where is his wife? But she was there. She is in the story supporting her husband. And even though we do not know her name, we know the story because Noah had a wife that was behind him. She is the nameless woman who changed history. Rick, women have so much power. And you know, Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1, it, we, women have so much power, we can either build up our house with our hands or we can tear it down with our own hands. And this Noah's wife, she definitely built up her house. Well, she was a powerful woman, and that's what we're talking about. So I hope you have your Bibles. Today we're going to be using our Bible, as always. Denise, I you got, got your Bible? Bible? All right. In Genesis chapter 6, verse 10, the Bible tells us that Noah had three sons. Isn't that interesting? It doesn't even mention his wife's name. But in Genesis chapter 6, verse 9 and 10, it says these are the generations of Noah. Now, I have to tell you, a man cannot produce a baby by himself. There was a wife there. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations. And Noah walked with God and Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham and Jephthah. Of course, he has a wife, but she's unnamed. But in Genesis chapter 11, we are told, I'm sorry, chapter 6, verse 11, the earth also was corrupt before God and the earth was filled with violence. And in fact, the earth was so corrupt and filled with such violence, the verse 12 says, and God looked upon the earth and behold, it was corrupt for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. There was only one family that was walking right, and we read about that in Genesis chapter 6, verse 8. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Verse 9, these are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generations, and Noah walked with God. Then again, verse 10, which we've already read, but let's read it again. And Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham, and Jephthah. But notice no mention of a wife. Noah had a wife. We don't know what her name was. We don't know what she looked like. We know very little about her, but she was there or he wouldn't have had these three sons. But can you imagine 
the pressures on the family of Noah and his wife. Mm -mm. As they determined that they were going to be righteous and walk holy before God in a world so corrupt and so filled with violence, Denise, that God had decided he was going to wipe it out and start all over again. When you come to Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 7, Hebrews tells us about this. Listen to this. By faith, Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear and prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. But Denise, look at verse 7. It says, things not seen as yet. The Greek is very specific. It means never before seen. No one had ever heard of a worldwide flood. This was something no one had ever heard of. No one had ever seen. And the Bible says he moved with fear in Greek. It means to take action urgently and very, very seriously. And that's not all. It says he prepared an ark. The word prepared means to put forth all the effort required to build a vessel. And it required a lot of money and a lot of concentration and a lot of effort for nearly 100 years to the saving of his house. The Greek literally means for the explicit purpose of saving his own household. Rick, I want to say that this is encouraging to me because you said it means never yet, never, never before. And we're experiencing things now that we've never seen. Yes, we are. N never before. But God has power for the righteous. And we see it right here that he gave Noah power to lead. He gave her power to endure whatever she had to endure. And that they built this house, I mean, this ark to the saving of the, of the earth. And Denise, they waited at least a hundred years for the prophecy to come to pass. A hundred years. You know, I have a whole series called God's Hall of Faith, where I really discuss this in detail. You should order the entire series. It's there on our website. But during that time of building and waiting, Noah with his wife at his side, whoever she was, <laughs> whatever her name was, held the family together. They taught their sons and they taught their daughters-in-laws, their sons' wives, to walk holy before the Lord, regardless of the ridicule that was being brought against them. And for about a hundred years, they built that ark. Together, they believed. Together, they used their resources. Together, they gave their energy. Together, they remained focused. Together, as a husband and a wife, they stood against laughter. They stood against pressure. They stood against financial challenges. They stood against everything they had to stand against in order to fulfill the command of God to build the ark. Noah's wife, Denise, could have questioned him. Huh. She could have said, Noah, what are you doing with our money? She could have alleged that he was destroying their son's future. And you have to remember, it was Noah who heard from God. It was not her. But it seems she never argued. If she argued with Noah, there is no record of it in the Bible. I'm sure that there were times when she may have said, sweetheart, I just have to ask you, are you absolutely sure that you heard from God? There might have been times when his sons asked him, Dad, 
We're spending our whole life doing this. We really hope that you heard from God. There were so many forces all around Noah trying to pull him in every direction to stop what he was doing. But I personally believe one reason Noah was able to fulfill the assignment is because he had a wife at his side who encouraged him to stay on track. And we don't even know her name. I think, Rick, I mean, I'm thinking about year 65. And they're thinking, where is the water? Where is this flood that you're talking about? What is a flood? This has taken everything that we've got in our power to build this, and we do not see anything. But they stayed the course. Well, honestly, Denise, it was a crazy idea. Nobody had ever heard of a flood. In fact, it seems it had never rained until that time. And Noah says water is going to fall out of the sky. All of this sounded totally bizarre to those that were hearing. But Noah had a wife at his side who could help him or... Or hurt him. Hurt him. Or stop him. Or stop him. And if Noah and his wife thought and argued... The Bible doesn't tell us about it. Mm. But finally, when you get to Genesis 7, verse 7, the Bible says, And Noah was 600 years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth. Then you get to Genesis 7, 7, and guess what, Denise? Finally, his wife is really mentioned. Look at this. <laughs> and Noah went in, and his sons, here's the big mention, and his wife. <laughs> and his son's wives, who also are unnamed, and his son's wives with him into the ark. I was thinking about this. Think how those wives were watching their mother-in-law. This wife of Noah had such influence, and those daughters-in-law were watching her. They needed to see what she was going to do, how she was going to respond. They were looking to her to be a godly example. They needed her to show them how to do it right. And if they saw her arguing with Noah and hindering him, it would have caused them to question their own husband's involvement. But they all stayed on track. And the Bible tells us in Genesis 7, 13, in the selfsame day entered Noah and Shem and Ham and Jephthah, the sons of Noah and Noah's wife, the unnamed woman, and the three wives of his sons who also are unnamed with them into the ark. And finally, when the flood was over, we read in Genesis 8, 15 and 16, And God spake unto Noah, saying, Go forth of the ark, thou and thy wife, whoever she is, and thy sons and thy sons' wives, whoever they are, with thee. Genesis 8, 17, Bring forth with thee every living thing that is with thee, of all flesh, both of fowl and of cattle, and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, that they may breed abundantly in the earth and be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. Genesis 8, 18. And Noah went forth and his sons and his wife, the unnamed woman, and his son's wives, who are also unnamed, they went out with him. Look at verse 19. Every beast, every creeping thing, every fowl, and whatsoever creepeth upon the earth after their kind, all of them went out of the ark. And guess what was the first thing they did? They built an altar to God. And we read about that in Genesis 8, verse 20. And Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar where was Noah's wife. She was right there, worshiping alongside, 
bringing the offering to God right alongside of her husband. She was the invisible woman that changed history, and she stayed right at her husband's side. And Genesis chapter 8, verse 21 says, And the Lord smelled a sweet savor, and the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground any more. But Denise, let's pause just for a moment and think about what they met when they walked out of the ark. It was not a pretty sight. The whole earth had been covered with water. Well, you can see what happens to the geography when there's a limited flood. It is so destructive. Well, just imagine the entire earth being inundated with water massive water with all of its currents, everything destroyed, everything moved out of its place. It was a mess of mud when they walked out of the ark. And Denise, she could have said, so this is what we're going to inherit? You mean we gave all of this, all of these years, all of our money, all of our effort for this muddy mess? This is what it's all been about? But if they ever had that conversation, it is not recorded in the Bible. There's no record that Noah's wife or the daughters-in-laws ever complained. Not a record. Think of the power of this wife and those girls. Denise, they were so powerful. They were powerful, and God was watching them, Rick. And I love this, what you just read in Genesis 8:21, and the Lord smelled a sweet savor. God saw their actions the whole time, the hundred years of the test to see that boat built. He was watching and he's watching us, Rick, how we keep going forward, how we refuse this, how we embrace that, how we say yes to the Lord again, how we forgive. He's watching the whole thing and our life is to be a sweet savor to him. And Denise, when you think about they were building this ark for a hundred years, they had to be supportive of each other's mm -hmm. because certainly both of them must have had low moments oh. when they needed each other's encouragement to keep going mm -hmm. and to stay faithful to what God had asked them to do. It is amazing to me. I remember when we were young in the ministry, there was another pastor that I knew, and he always seemed so disturbed in his eyes. He seemed like there was always something under the surface that was simmering or boiling or troubling him. Mm -hmm. And come to find out at home, he had a wife that was not supportive so he was trying to do his ministry, but when he got home, he had a wife that he had to fight with because she was against everything that he was doing. And I watched that man struggle as he tried so hard to do what God put in his heart to do. That wife had the ability to help him or to hurt him. And there are many great wives that are godly and supporting, but when a wife is critical when she is unsupportive and sarcastic, she pulls her husband down and it makes it more difficult for him to do what God has asked him to do. And apparently Noah had a wife that was supportive. In fact, Noah's wife and his son's wives helped. They helped. And together they became the progenitors of the current human race. That is amazing to me. But think how horrible Noah's assignment would have been if he had an uncooperative wife who fought him every single step along the way. 
But when we come to Genesis 9, verse 28, it says, And Noah lived after the flood 350 years, verse 29, and all the days of Noah were 950 years, and he died. But I need to ask, I need to ask, if you are married, do you support your husband and the call on his life? Let me ask a second question. If I were to ask your husband that question, would he say that you're behind him? Would he say that he feels your support? And I have to ask another question. Is it possible that the big new assignment your husband's waiting for has not come to him because God knows you would not be supportive? Or is it possible that your husband has been promoted because you are supportive? I believe that God knew Noah had a supportive wife. And even though we don't know her name, she is the unnamed woman who changed history. Noah's wife, I guess we'll just call her Mrs. Noah. Mrs. Noah. But Denise, she changed human history. She did. So we shouldn't just talk about Noah. We should talk about Noah and his wife. And by the way, their daughters-in-law, they must have been something else. But I'm quite certain they had their eyes fixed on their mother-in-law. Denise, just like I know that our daughter-in-laws look at you and you such a godly example for them, I'm certain that these daughter-in-laws had their eyes fixed on Mrs. Noah. What's she going to say? What's she going to do? Is she going to be supportive? And they replicated what they saw her do. And that shows the power and the influence that Noah's wife had. And I just want to say to every lady that's watching, you have great influence. And sometimes we think, maybe in our struggle to obey God, we think nobody's looking at me. I have no influence. It's wrong. People are watching you. They're being encouraged by your decisions. You are a strength to them. You are an influence, a good influence for them. So just stay the course and keep listening to God and keep submitting to him because what you're doing is so powerful. And Denise, most important, God is watching. It's true. But there is a lot to learn from Noah's nameless wife. <laughs> there is. Wow. She was a powerful woman. But Denise, tomorrow we're going to move forward and we're going to see the next powerful woman in the Old Testament. And there's so much to learn in what we're going to study tomorrow. So don't miss it. But we'll be back in just a moment and we are going to pray for you. Women are powerful and very influential, but what kind of power and influence they have depends on what has happened inside their hearts. The Bible tells us of women like Jezebel, a woman who had no touch of God in her heart and used her influence to destroy her husband, her sons, and her nation. But the Bible also gives examples of women who were supportive, godly, helpful, and delivering. In this amazing 10-part series, 10 Powerful Women with Rick and Denise Renner, you will learn about an unnamed woman who changed history, a woman God radically changed, a woman who saved her nation, a woman who was delivered of demons by Jesus, a woman who gave her living room to Jesus, a woman preacher in the New Testament, 
Whether you are a man or a woman, this powerful series will help you embrace who God wants you to be and is available in digital or physical format starting at just $20. In addition, we are also offering you the book, All the Women of the Bible. The world needs men and women to embrace their God-given destiny and to make a difference in the lives of those around them. This book is filled with examples of 400 named and unnamed women of the Bible, and it is amazing. We know it will be a blessing to you. This insightful book by Herbert Lockyer can be yours for just $19. Don't miss this special offer, this series, 10 Powerful Women, and the book, All the Women of the Bible. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. Since we've gone on daily television, the calls have increased in an amazing way. We are hearing from people who had never heard of Pastor Rick Renner or the ministry before. And so as they are watching, they're sharing that with friends and the word is beginning to spread in a greater capacity than we had seen before, as well as when people are getting to watch the broadcast. They hadn't seen at time in times past because of the time slots or different things, but we're noticing more and more are actually able to catch the programs and then record and be prepared ahead of time to rewatch those programs. We're getting so many more calls for the resource material. And even the, the people that call in for whatever series it is, whatever book they're looking for, um, then they also receive prayer as well. And a lot of the people who have already called in to order material, they know they're gonna get prayer too before they hang up. I mean, it, it's just something we do. It's something we always offer after every caller calls in and they're expecting it. And that's just what we do. That's what we're here for. My friend, it is so exciting to see the lives that are being touched by the teaching of the Bible. Our ministry is exploding and we really need your help. So I'm asking you today to please pray about becoming a part of the giving team for our ministry expansion project. Thank you so much for letting me and Denise come right into your space. Denise, I'm so glad you've been with me on the program today. Rick, thank you. It's such a joy to be with you and to learn what you're saying. Well, tomorrow... We're going to be studying the next powerful woman, and there is so much to learn from what we're going to be studying tomorrow. So please don't miss it. But hey, you ought to order the entire series. Whether you're a man or a woman, there is a lot to learn from this series, which is called 10 Powerful Women, and it comes with a marvelous study guide. Please order these. Just go online or give us a call. We'll send them right to you. And right now, we're also offering you the book, called All the Women of the Bible, What Women of the Bible Teach Us Today. This book deals with 400 women named and unnamed in the Bible who really had a lot of power and influence in their lives. It will encourage you. And remember that when you become a partner with our ministry, we're going to send you Denise's book, The Gift of Forgiveness, my book, Life in the Combat Zone, 
And please remember that right now until October, we're offering you our new autobiography called Unlikely. I'm so excited for people to read this, Denise. It is going to be a very encouraging book because it's going to help people in their journey, Rick. The full title is Our Faith-Filled Journey to the Ends of the Earth. God has a journey for you too. And if you feel like you're unlikely, then you need to read this remarkable book. But Father, we thank you for today that we've been able to be with our friends. We thank you that you've called all of us to use the power and influence that you have given us. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Well, we're going to be here again tomorrow. We're going to look at the next woman of the Old Testament that was so powerful and so influential. But remember, Ecclesiastes 8.4, where the word of a king is, there's power. Thank you for joining Rick Renner today. For more information about Rick Renner Ministries and product resources, visit renner.org and connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.